Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Well, it's been a long and winding road, but finally, the nomination of Justice Hector LaSalle to be the chief judge of the New York State Court of Appeals has come to an end. Yesterday, the state Senate did what I had been urging it to do for a month or so now, ever since his nomination was announced, and that is to take a full floor vote. He only received 20 votes. That's well short of the 32 votes needed to be confirmed. So his nomination is dead. And now Governor Hochul is going to have an opportunity to pick uh, someone else to be the nominee for the Court of Appeals. It'll have to come from the list of the remaining six people that she can choose from. But uh, make no mistake about it, Andrea Stewart-Cousins has sent a message to the governor and to the public that the power in this state lies not with the governor's office, but with the legislature. Now, you might ask, why did they finally vote on him yesterday after refusing to vote on him for weeks, to have the full Senate vote on him for weeks? And the answer is this lawsuit that the Republicans filed to force a vote. The Democrats were hoping that by taking the full vote without having the courts force them to do so, that one, they could have a little bit of a political upper hand, but that the courts wouldn't need to weigh in on it and tell them going forward how they can structure their own votes on gubernatorial nominations. Well, that's why I think it's important that this lawsuit go forward. And I believe the Senate Republicans have indicated they are going to go forward with this lawsuit. Now, you might say, why? Why should this lawsuit go forward now that the LaSalle nomination is over and done with? That's exactly why it should go forward, because we need to make sure that the next time the governor nominates someone, whoever the governor is, the next time the governor nominates someone to the Court of Appeals, that their voted on by the full Senate and not by a Senate committee. And the only way to go forward with that and the only way to make sure that that happens in the future is by the courts ordering the legislature that that's the case. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. You're listening to 77 WABC. Well, do you remember Steve Lonigan? Steve Lonigan has been a fixture in New Jersey politics for over two decades. And in the interest of full disclosure, he's, uh, I wouldn't call him a close friend of mine, but he's a friend of mine. We have uh, socialized from time to time. I've certainly interviewed him many times over the years. He was the mayor of Bogota, New Jersey, ran for Congress, ran for governor and very famously in a series of debates with Cory Booker made a national name by running for U.S. Senate. The most common bird that you see in Newark right now is the crane because there's so many cranes putting up steel with all the new buildings. The only birds in Newark are the vultures. The political hacks that are picking away at the cock carcasses of the taxpayers of that city 
He is a longtime conservative activist, and he announced this week that he's actually going to be running for state Senate. Now, this is a heavily Republican district. It's unlikely that there's going to be a competitive general election. This is a seat that's going to be open because the minority leader, Steve Orojo, announced that he's going to be retiring. So there's likely to be a primary between Lonigan and Assemblymember Parker Space. This is the 24th district. It includes Sussex County, Warren County, Morris County. This is going to be really interesting. Lonigan's run for office many times before. He's won some. He's lost a lot. But as far as being a spokesperson for conservatism and as far, far as being a firebrand and as far as just being great fodder for talk radio and someone that is very good copy for newspapers, I can't think of anybody better than Steve Lonigan. If for no other reason than entertainment value, look, the, the, whoever the senator is is going to be a Republican anyway. But for no other reason other than the entertainment value here, I am all in for Steve Lonigan. And I'm saying, go, Steve, go. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Are you familiar with the series Arrested Development? If you are, then you know how great it is. But let me talk to the rest of you. And I'm going to do the rest of this commentary without quoting any great lines from Arrested Development, which is very challenging, but I feel like it's wasted on you because you can't appreciate it. And aside from that, I really just can't spare the moisture. Okay, I try. That's at least one great quote. Arrested Development, for at least its first two seasons, and maybe even the first three was one of the funniest television shows ever made. And it was announced this week that Netflix is going to be taking all of the seasons of Arrested Development, including the ones that they produced off of their streaming platform as of mid-March. I think it's uh, March 15th. And this is one of the greatest shows ever. Seasons four and five are kind of weak, to be honest. I don't know if they're going to take the show elsewhere, but I think this might be your last chance for a while to watch one of the greatest comedic series of all time. This is nothing but a clarion call to you. If you have not yet seen Arrested Development, please watch it. Please check it out. Not for me, but for yourself. And if you haven't already done so, let me remind you of something else. Join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP. Enter now for this week's 77 WABC VIP Club prize, a personalized and autographed copy of WABC owner-operator John Katzmatidi's new book, How Far Do You Want to Go? Lessons from a Common Sense billionaire. We give great prizes away every week, and it's a great club to be in. There's all sorts of different opportunities that you only hear about if you're in the club. So join the club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. I think most of you are probably familiar with New Jersey U.S. Senator Bob Menendez. Well, last week we learned that Roselle Park Mayor Joe Signorello III has registered to challenge Menendez in the 2024 Democratic primary. Now, Signorello isn't talking about it yet. He just filed the paperwork with the FEC. But you can be sure that Menendez will do everything in his power to squash 
this small town mayor's challenge early. The question is if he's even able to do that. Now, Menendez, on the one hand, this is not surprising because Menendez is once again under federal investigation, this time related somehow to New Jersey halal meat company that got exclusive export rights to Egypt. Nobody but a few prosecutors and attorneys have any idea just how advanced this investigation will go. But the timing isn't ideal just a year before Menendez will have to start gearing up for re-election. On the other hand, it is somewhat surprising because Menendez is still extraordinarily powerful. He is an old school Democratic political boss. If he wasn't, his son wouldn't have been able to just walk in to the U.S. House last year. And Democrats will almost certainly publicly rally around him because he's not just powerful in New Jersey. He's pretty powerful in Washington. That's why I give this fellow Joe Signorello a lot of credit for being willing to put himself out there and go forward with a challenge. And I'm hoping the Republicans mount a vigorous challenge to Menendez as well. Uh, I know my friend Bob Aw. Is uh, certainly somebody that people are talking about as a potential candidate for that seat. I'd love to see him run. And if, look, if there's a viable independent candidate that might run for that seat as well, I think that's great. The more choices and voices there are, the better. But uh, Menendez shouldn't be left to go unchallenged in both the primary and the general election. So I say good for you, Joe Signorello III. Wishing you the best of luck. Beam me up. To be continued.